0: But well, I'm going to sing a song. What? Sorry seems to be the hardest word. What do I do to make you love me? <laughs> Mercedes, what do I do to be hurt?
1: Well, you know what? He shouldn't
0: be sorry. He's got a hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, we're sorry for you. You are an amazing driver. You were on top of that car. You were on top of the Grand Prix. And Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor today... Absolutely feel sorry for you. For the first time, we are united on a Hamilton issue. And this is, I believe, the first time on Inside Line F1 podcast that we really believe. Nico, no. Hamilton, yes.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I feel damn, damn sorry. Which is
0: why I believe Formula 1 is cruel. Trust me sometimes. <laughs> it can be really cruel. It can be very lucky like it turned out to be for uh, for Nico Rosberg. But Formula 1 can also be very, very boring. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, I honestly slept for a lap and a half, mm-hmm. probably more during the broadcast of the Monaco Grand Prix. What on earth were they doing? Can I please here do an actual, um, you know, bow, bow out to Max Verstappen, the mad Max, <laughs> if I may call it. He was mad. He was happening. At 17, he had the guts to keep following uh, well, Ferrari on fresh tyres and have the brains that if I have only one racing line on this track, nobody can stop me from overtaking them. Why is there giving way to Vettel? I think it was
1: brilliant. Very mature. Also, having said that, the way Grosjean blocked him was phenomenal
0: as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. Grosjean, very uh, underrated because of the kind of car he's driving, but he had the sensibilities of choosing a corner perfectly for letting the Ferrari go through. And, uh, well, he knew that this was his chance and he took it well, but... Somewhere, I believe, Grosjean was also cheeky and he braked a little early in the first corner where they met with an accident. I know we're going to debate this. Yes, absolutely. I do agree that he
1: braked early. That's what at least the, you know, onboard footage showed us. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I'm going to check this. So maybe Grosjean was on slightly older tyres and he had to brake early. And this is possibly where... I somewhere agree with Massa that maybe Verstappen needs a slight bit more of experience because what he went through was scary. Very, I mean, I remember the
0: broadcast had the onboard footage live and boom, you saw the accident <laughs> on the onboard footage. Yes. And, and you know what, what also happens is one has to thank F1 technology and the safety of the drivers that is given priority. You know, uh, the wheel tethers work perfectly. Thank heavens. <laughs> the long nose work perfectly. And uh, uh, Verstappen just walked out of that scary crash. Scratchless. Absolutely. But hats off to him,
1: like you said, for entertaining us. Brilliant. He and Hamilton were the only two drivers Mm -hmm. who genuinely tried to overtake people. Okay. Without bothering about tires, without bothering about everything else that gets damaged these days in Formula 1 cars just because you're running
0: in something called as dirty air. Mm -hmm. Some phenomenal entertainment. Okay. Verstappen was scratchless, but Hamilton was bruised. And how? And red? And sore? And... Oh, God, what was Mercedes thinking if you and I, with not a lot of experience, not all the data, know that you just have to stay out. This is Monaco. The history of the Grand Prix knows that it's not possible to overtake with the best of tyres. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm stunned, to be honest, Mm -hmm. that, you know, something like this even happened. Okay, but at the end of the day, that's the reality of the sport. You know, had this been any other circuit on fresher tyres, Hamilton would have crawled back and, you know, won the race again. Probably lapped them. Yeah, but this is again down to systems. This is again down to data, like Toto Wolf has said. That, you know, when you have something called as gut and you have called something called as data, you will always trust the data. And uh, you can't blame anyone in this, so to say. And here, somewhere, okay... Lewis realized that it was also him asking for a call as well. So it, it, True was, that. it was it was actually a team error, so to say. Mm-hmm. And maybe look at
0: it this way. Lewis Hamilton used this as a clue to bring to fore his acting skills as well. Yes, very nice. You know, I've I've seen a lot of Bollywood and Hollywood movies and Tollywood as well, <laughs> you should admit. Okay. Yes, I have, but None of the expressions that I've ever seen on a podium have been just as true. And some, somewhere you have to you have to know that the driver will also have a great amount of say in a decision like that. So why suddenly make Hamilton the hero and Mercedes the villain? They're all involved. Yeah, and forget Mercedes. The
1: people are going and making Nico Rosberg a villain. I mean, come on. Let's face it. If Rosberg won on luck,
0: Hamilton has won on luck as well. I mean, let's just leave it at that. Yes, I mean, it's not Nico's fault that he won. I mean, everybody would take yeah. it's a win as a win. Is Absolutely. Well, how he said But it. you know what,
1: Rishi? You and I will not make the mistake that Sky Sports F1 did over the weekend. <laughs> post race, they only focused on Lewis Hamilton. Let's... Just close this chapter and move on. We've had a great race. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Nico. And of course,
0: thank you, Verstappen. Okay, one last question. If you were My Toto, the <laughs> last one last I promise it's the last one. Okay, so if you were Toto and uh, I'm Nico, and if Lewis had actually ended up coming behind me on Fresher Tyres, what would your radio message to me be? I would not ask you to move over because... Uh,
1: it was possibly a driver come team decision and it wasn't just a team error. So, I would have let Rosberg win the race.
0: Thank you. And that's, that's why you are my friend and a co-producer and a co-presenter on the Inside Line F1 <laughs> podcast. We are going to close the Mercedes chapter. It's now their headache and problem to deal with, not Absolutely. us. Absolutely. I'm going to come up to the next... We'll, we'll just joke about it like we do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Really, man. Really. What happened to Kimi Raikkonen? I mean, I mean, really, he's so brilliant in the race. And qualifying, he was one of the fastest guys on track once. And he just looks dismal.
1: You know, I think Kimi is increasingly becoming the driver everyone speaks of when they speak about contracts. And mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else remembers him otherwise. He was actually driven all over by every single driver I remember. I mean, I don't even know if the cameras focused
0: on him for more than a few seconds during the race. True that. And, and if... I am Kimi Raikkonen and you are the team ball again. And if I'm complaining about Daniel Ricciardo trying to push me. Now, see, I believe Monaco is the only circuit where you'll face this problem because it's, well, it's it's narrow as a test tube. But uh, do you think well, Ricciardo was a bit cheeky there? Of course, he was cheeky. He's admitted post-race, he was cheeky as well. And
1: uh, in a way, I'm also glad the stewards didn't call it because let's face it, it's difficult to have clean moves in Monaco. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he wasn't... An entirely unclean move as well. So, now I know Raikkonen fans are going to hate me for saying this. Mm -hmm. But that's my belief. I hate you, Kunal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Coming back to the tyres, too hard. Well, we always say we don't want degrading tyres because we want racers to race all the time. This is what Pirelli gave us. We always asked for this. They gave it to us, and now we're complaining. If had they degraded, we would have seen more put stops, and it wouldn't have been so boring. You
1: know, honestly, I'm lo- I'm I'm forgetting my opinion on these tires mm-hmm. because if you have a super soft which lasts half distance of the race, mm-hmm. then we have a genuine problem. I think we should just do away with two compounds, mm-hmm. and probably I'll have to do some more research before I share
0: more views here. But yeah, absolutely, tires to be blamed this weekend. Well, F1 was the biggest loser here with a boring race. I mean. I know Monaco is like the jewel in the in 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 the crown, but well, if the race is going to be so boring, then why have it in in the first place? And and John, John Todd says, oh, Formula One is fine; it's doing all okay; we're all all right.
1: Oh well, I don't know if John Todd is particularly on social media or has been reading. Uh, ...news sections or... Or listening to the Inside Line episode. or Or reading my blog as well. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, every single person believes that there are issues with Formula 1. Mm-hmm. Which is also why Rishi, suddenly... Mm-hmm. So many people have come up with these surveys to find out what is wrong. What do the fans want. The drivers now have a survey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is, uh, you know, hosted by a media website. Mm-hmm. You know, Autosport has their own survey as well. And, you know, my only belief is that drivers should do what they're good at doing, which is driving. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know it's become far easier to drive these cars in the last couple of years. But that doesn't mean you get into
0: marketing territory. That's where people like me exist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whosoever did the, the, the analogy that great boys must, must exist <laughs> at Monaco where we are expecting girls in bikinis. I'm sorry, there's something wrong here. Because... I really miss the girls. I miss the girls as well. But you know what? It's it's gender equality,
1: which I'm also in favor of. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, you don't need these personal manual markers anymore. I mean, if you have electronic flags that can be waved, mm-hmm. you know, why not eliminate the, the need for grid people in the first place? But of course, Bernie has gone and sold the back of the t-shirt to mm-hmm. tag Hoyer. So you can imagine.
0: <laughs> well, yes, he has. He has. He has. And hello, McLaren and Jensen Button. First points on board.
1: I have no idea where Sky Sports F1, whose programming team is British and the presenters are British, mm-hmm. did not... Showcase to their British audiences mm-hmm. a struggling British driver in a struggling British team,
0: which is Button and McLaren, scoring their first points of the season. It's really dismal because I'll tell you why. You know, after seeing how good Lewis is, and he's really on top of the car, I have a lot of respect for Jensen because when he arrived in the team, the cars were very Hamilton specific, very Hamilton oriented, developed by the by the same Hamilton, and in the same car he started beating Hamilton in the race without doing a lot. Not a lot actually. Because this just is this shows that Button is actually damn good. And, and the first points of McLaren have not come from the over Alonso. Absolutely. But actually button. Brilliant point. I mean, hats off to Button. But... Uh, was the saving grace for Honda because, well, you we don't need the power here. Honda says, we don't have the power. <laughs> I guess that's what engines are there for, right? <laughs> I mean, they're there for only the horsepower. <laughs> but I know what radio is for and radio in Formula 1 is for having the right calls, which obviously Mercedes didn't do, but Red Bull did. Now, when they asked Daniel to Danny to move over, we'd be confused for a lifetime. When they asked Kvyat to move over for Ricciardo, they had the right call in terms of team perspective. When Ricciardo couldn't overtake, in my mind, I'm praying that they should just give the position back to Kvyat because he deserves it. And they did that. So, that was a very mature thing to do. Absolutely. I can't imagine
1: had this happened with Vettel and Weber in the cars.
0: Oh! <laughs> that would have been some Multi other Multi-21 if I may bring back. Multi-21. I doubt any of the drivers at Red Bull are 21, but they're still mature. Uh, racing is not been the most maturest, but we're expecting a better show at Canada with the soft and the super soft tyres. It should be a more than one pit stop and I'm hoping and praying for that. I'm hoping Kimi qualifies better. I'm hoping Lewis has more gossip to give us. And I'm hoping we enjoy the racing because that's what we talk about. The Inside Line F1 podcast is available everywhere. I'm not even going to name the social platform because (laughs) we're everywhere. You just have to look for us. This is Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor saying goodbye and happy racing.